You're tuning into New Life Vietnam. Today's message by Pastor Lop is protection from Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 to 22. Welcome to New Life Fellowship Ho Chi Minh City. If you are here new for the first time, later on after the sermon, uh, our usher, our MC will like to uh, welcome you and greet you. Uh, right now, we're going to straight to the sermon uh, this morning. We continue with the, uh, the book that we're going to use for this year. And if you're going to plan to stay more than three months in our church, please see the usher. You get a hard copy. The soft copy is available on our server. Now, uh, we have um, finished uh, a few portions uh, of the James. So, we kinda, the way we do it, we're going to alternate between the book of James and the book of Proverbs. And so, this morning, we continue with Proverbs number 2. Now, because it's going to be uh, 22 verses for this chapter 2, it's kind of long. Uh, usually, I will break into two Sunday. But because this is a kind of a continuous, and uh, I will explain a little bit later. So, uh, have you packed your lunch? Because we're going to stay here all the way to lunch. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, just the intro. Yes. So, why don't we just stand up if you need a, a restroom break, a cup of coffee, a cup of tea. Please help yourself. Five minutes. I got a time. We come back here now, sit, and we're going to sit tight all the way to the end of verse 22. Is that going to be okay? All right. Take a five minute to grab a cup of coffee. If you need a restroom break, for those who are upstairs, um, you can sleep if you want to. Uh, it's, I'm okay with that.
for those come just arrive, uh, the service is not over yet, right? Just in case you uh, you didn't know, just just uh, having a short uh, <coughs> break. Um, y'all good? Right. From time to time, uh, as a pastor and uh, being an Asian, typically a Vietnamese, sometimes we forget to say, you know, uh, I love you, right? And uh, <clears throat> I was um, in a pre-marriage counseling with the pastor here, uh, a, a former senior pastor of this church, and during this session that he said that, you know, uh, your life now forever changed, love, and uh, you begin to have to say, I love you to your wife every day. And not just one time, but 20 times. I said, uh, are, you, are, you, are you serious? I said, yeah. He says, yeah. And, um, and I, for the first few years of our marriage, um, you know, it was a honeymoon, right? And uh, I still remember that. But, it, it, you know, my memory faded sometime, right? Uh, so 20 down to 10, sometimes one, sometimes forgot. I'm just being honest with you, okay? So the same, the pastor, sometimes I forget to tell the people, the church, you know, I love you, church. I love you, people. And uh, whatever I'm going to say, going to share, it should not uh, affect our relationship. You see? <laughs> whatever that conversation I had with you in private, uh, whether to uh, a discord, that's the time for the coffee break. Uh, and um, I, uh, you know, it's, the, if the word, if this word of God for you is for you, but it's not about that the conversation that I had with you maybe two weeks ago or last week is being a, an attack, okay? Sometimes I pass that very risky because I just had a conversation maybe yesterday or last week, and then the word of God, you know, comes up and says, oh, pastor attacking me. No, it's not. This is why I like to preach from books to books. So it's not, it's not situational. It just unfolds, you see? So, so that's why we can Topical sometimes is needed, but topical is like, you know, oh, yeah, pastor go on to that topic because that what happened two weeks ago, right? No, it's not. It's the word of God that here is just scheduled, it's planned, and I think the Holy Spirit will play the role in convicting, convincing, pruning, cutting, bring repentance, and bring healing as well. Are you still with me? Are we good? All right. So nothing personal about this, but it is very biblical, but it is very uh, in, in fear and trembling if the Word of God is speaking to you and let the Holy Spirit speak to you, okay? Now, um, in the background um, uh, photo or image that uh, in this slide is the toolbox or say survival kit of the, the kind of the ancient survival kit of the uh, so-called Inuit. Is that production? It's the, uh, also known as the Eskimo, right? And so kind of like in the wild, they kind of this, this tool probably, probably for hunting, for survival. Uh, it's a form of, because they live in the wild, right? In, in, in the open wilderness, and whether it's ice or in the jungle, uh, they need to survive. They need to have a source of how to have a food and a sort of supply. And so in the survival kit is a, a form of protection, Right, so they need to how to make tent. Even Eskimo, they make ice uh, ice tent. Right, it's, what is it? What, that's a technical word for that. I forgot. Huh? Igloo. Yes, the brand of the ice cream. I remember igloo. Igloo is uh, that you can. It's a form of protection. 
it's nothing new under the sun. Uh, in the day of creation that God prepared everything for before Adam and Eve, God prepared the so-called habitable place, which means that the, if you read the Bible, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth, and after that, there was a void, meaning like not, not, not livable. It's out there, but it's not livable. So God kind of spoke into reality and become, you know, a, a sun, star, and, and moon, and the light, and, and then separate the dry land, and the sea, and the creature, and, and so on. And then as he prepared everything already, and then almost like the, the, the sixth day, is the, 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 the ultimate, the climax of his creation that he brought uh, man into the place, which means it's perfect. It was perfect. It is it's, it's livable. It is uh, beautiful. And then um, as you read the story, and then sin entered in because to, add, uh, to Eve, deception. So the Bible very clear. The woman was deceived. Adam deliberately sinned. And therefore... They're both the fall of men, therefore their descendant, when they was out of the garden, there will be no form of protection anymore. God, because God is, is taking care of the garden, I mean, ask Adam to take care. And yet, even right in the midst of this wonderful, perfect place, there was a tree, right? There was a tree, the tree of the, the knowledge the, the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil. As the story unfolds, when the minute that Eve took that one and passed to her husband, they no longer can get the evil in control. I mean, it's only for God to know the knowledge of good and evil, but men, when they took that one, their eye opened, all they saw was evil, and the intent of their heart was evil. And since then, they out of garden, the, uh, the sin intensified, and as you see all the story, the first murder of Cain and Abel, and uh, uh, animal before that, they can, you know, lion can, you know, maybe play around with sheep, and wolf play around, nobody, the animal, you know, they did not devour one another, but after the fall, animals devour one another, plants eat, and the whole destruction and the decay of the fall, it's a slow death, it's a slow death. Even though God, uh, God said, the minute that you eat that fruit, you shall die. But they still live. But they die spiritually. Meaning like their, their relationship with God has been cut off. And they will die in their own age. They no longer be able to assess the tree of life. And the, because that's how they got sustained. And until now, the promise will be the book of Revelation, the tree of life will appear again. So that those who are in Christ can assess again. Now, so they get out the garden God will promise that I will still uh, protect you, right? You hear my voice. If you listen to me, if you obey me, then that is a form of protection. I will give you the wisdom. I give you the word. You shall not do this. You shall not do this. And you can see that all unfold into uh, the time of Noah, that God say, if you build the boats, even the whole world ridicule you because they saw no rain. They saw no rain. The boat in the desert, what is that? And it's not just one year. It took like almost 100 years uh, that, that, that the boat to be built and people will ridicule and mock their family. But the form of protection that God already sent to them through His Word and their obedience. God said one thing, people act 
or react or obey or disobey, that's their business. But God already said that. And so as you see, the story of old Noah unfolded, and then God have a favor Noah, and then they, he wiped out the whole earth almost like a reset button. And then therefore, he made a rainbow covenant and say, I will not give up on you. This is the rainbow. I continue to pour out my blessing. I continue to, it's also the promise of the Messiah later on, uh, that was Jesus Christ. And then you move on along that God never gave up on human beings. He made his grace, mercy, and love available to those who believe. He never forced anyone to believe in him. So the sin then on that, that God gave his people protection based on his word. People want to take, receive his protection is only one way, trust and obey. Because danger is by default, is given. We live in, in a world right now, danger is by default. You don't need to seek danger. Danger is lurking around every corner, especially those who just moved to Vietnam and say, oh, the traffic. <laughs> That's part of a cultural shock. I mean, you cross the road, you need a lot of both the wisdom and the skill, right, and the experience. And a lot of prayer for some of you, right? It's like you pray, you cross the road. <laughs> if you see some of the videos on, uh, on, on YouTube that, you know, there's some tourists, they took them hours to cross the road, right? Near Bentan Market or the, is that they go in, they go out, they go in. Because the, here, here, here it's almost like you have to have faith like, like, like Moses, you know, taking the, the Israelite to the, to, to the Red Sea. You just walk. You just walk. And then people will get around you. It just, it's just like a miracle, right? It's it just like you just walk and people just pass, pass, and the bike. You just walk and you just walk over. But don't mess up with the truck. Don't mess up with the truck and the bus. They don't see you and they don't hear you. They just go. So give them away. See truck, bus, give them away. Other, one, other like motorbike, car. If you look inside the driver's seat, no offense to the ladies. You see a ladies, you, you let her go. Lady first. Lady first. Lady first. If you see a guy in a good mind, okay, you just walk, he will stop and get around, right? Are you still with me? It's a practical tip, okay? But if you get into the accident, that's accident, not just me, you see? The, the, i just give you a tip. It's a form of, of living in Ho Chi Minh City, you know, a form of protection for you. But protection does not, I mean, my word does not guarantee your safety, okay? Right? Now, here's the same thing. The overarching book of Proverbs, it has this um, uh, so-called this theme, or not formula, but principle. If, then. If, then. If you do this, then this will happen to you. If you do this, then it will happen to you. If you don't do this, this will happen to you. So it's clear, practical, clear wisdom of God. But even if you and I follow exactly, not just 99, 100%, things still happen. That's where we need to come to the book of Ecclesiastes, just next to it. So the whole set, the so-called genre uh, of, of, of uh, Job and, 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 and Psalm and, 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 uh, Ecclesi and, and Proverbs is a whole set that gives you a full spectrum of God's wisdom. 
because it comes in different shape and size and color. But the proverb is very clear in the sense that if then. But Ecclesiastes and like Job, even if you do this, but things happen to you like you scratch your head. Because that is the sovereignty of God. Job was, in humanly speaking, was perfect in on his way, godly, but he never knew there was a conversation between Satan and God. <laughs> he suffered without knowing the cost. As a reader, we knew. So that encouraged some of us, like, I've been godly all my life. I've been serving the Lord all my life to generation after generation. I've been faithful. Why me, Lord? Why this happened to me? Then you go to the book of Job. Then you go to the book of Ecclesiastes, which is maybe sometime later on we will go to that. But let us finish the book of Proverbs first. But the Proverbs is very clear, practical. There's no ambiguity about it. There's no something like, eh, I'm not very sure, this is not clear. It's clear direction. If you do this, this happens. If you don't do this, this happens. Like in Vietnam, if you cross the red light, like everybody else, <laughs> you can either hit by a truck or by anything comes along, right? So it's not about being right on the street of Ho Chi Minh City. It's about being wise. Have you noticed that? Right? So don't, don't quote me for that, right? <laughs> for the traffic. Like, oh, yeah, so traffic police, pastors told me that I can cross the light. It's about being wise. I didn't see you. <laughs> I didn't see you. I thought you were somewhere. I, you, you, you ambushed me. You're at the corner. No, uh, no, 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 no. But here, this is my point. Protection. God provided protection mainly, primarily to his word. It requires obedience and trust. Without obedience and trust, you and I on our own. Well, he rescue us sometimes. But he rescue us too much, then we got spoiled. As the Israelite got spoiled. Okay? So, now, uh, as we're living, bring a context here in the modern time. Um, protection is a choice of which God's wisdom is being exercised. The wisdom of God covers both spiritual and practical aspects of life. How to live in God's tremendous blessing and how not to live in it. As some people make that choice. Are you still with me? You know, we all pay or make an investment on protection. You got the motorbike helmet, you have to buy it. And I know some of you buy, uh, you know, the one to just to cope with the police, especially Vietnamese. They buy a cheap plastic one just to cope with police because they don't understand what is the essence of a helmet. You know, for, it took Vietnam a, a while, maybe several years, at least as my memory served me well, at least three attempts to really enforce the law of helmet on, you know, motorbike. Be before that, decades ago, before that, people like, why the government control me? Why? Why need helmet? It's not free. No longer my high house style can sustain the whole day. Why? You know, my jail, I need to buy new jail because it's the helmet's messed up. Why? You know, 
and and it, the government tried first time. People were ah, cry, right? That okay? So, so they delay, but they they haven't give up. Thank God, they haven't give up. So they they and they, they have a they have to hire the um, the uh, you know well known uh, ad agency and the cost they do for the government for you know pro bono, and I mean free. I mean like like so they have a beautiful advert uh, promoting uh, helmet wearing. It has to become a fashion, right? The, here's, a, here's a tip. If you want people to do something, make it fashionable. That's how sin enters as well. Sin entice. Make it fashionable. Yeah, it's not tattoo, it's body art. You know? It's not here, but here, you know. Here, you know. Body art. That's how it turns the chain. Chain terminology will change the concept and perception. The Bible called tattoo, or it's, uh, it's people who got their cut on their skin, you know, like in the Old Testament. People worship by cutting themselves, bleeding. Now some of you say, Pastor, are you against tattoo? Yes and no. Come and ask me later, all right? <laughs> Just hear the bottom line. Doesn't mean that you have a Bible verse on here, that should be legit, legit. If you had that before you got to know Christ, you know, it's okay. But don't go out and say, yeah, you know, Pastor, all the celebrity, Christian celebrity, they have, you know, the Bible verse in their heart and they're here and they're here so that they can wear bikini and they show the verse of God. You know, in the beach and people will come and to know Christ. Good luck on that. <laughs> all they see is their skin, not the Bible verse. Can we back back on track? <laughs> oh dear. Uh, we all pay for protection. Modern society offers a lot of protection. The Bible tells us this in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 12. For wisdom is protection, just as money is protection. But the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the lives of its possessor. Those who have wisdom, their lives will be reserved. So money is a form of protection, as you know. God provides you with a job, with an income, is a form of protection. God grants you a skill, and you like to be used and utilize it, for the glory of God is a form of protection. Now, obviously, you know in society, those who have wealth, they have more protection, right? Even protection from some form of authority, right? They're immune. Um, you know, like diplomats in different countries, they have diplomatic immunity, right? As you know. And, and so, uh, in, in on, on this planet Earth, there will be a form of protection, and usually, in a practical way, is a form of money. But the Bible offers you something even better. That's called wisdom. Wisdom is protection. God wisdom is God protection. So, whoever has it, you are being protected by God Almighty. Are you still with me? So you ask me if somebody, if let's say wisdom is tradable, 
let's say I put wisdom on the stock market, right? You're going to buy or you're going to sell. The Bible later on, we hate ourselves here. Later on in the next chapter, they say, with all you get, get wisdom. With all you acquire, acquire wisdom. With all that I get, get understanding. Because it's like more than gold, more than silver. What is the price of gold right now? Probably the price increased as the, as the, 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 the world is unstable. So <laughs> one of the, one of the, the famous uh, author said that, you know, there will be uh, God's money. That's gold and silver. There will be fiat currency. Money, fiat money is uh, a tender note. And there will be today called crypto. There will be a, a digital note. God's money always triumph to all generations. Gold, silver, because it had intrinsic value. And so the Bible compare God's wisdom like more precious than gold and silver. So that the people at that time understand immediately. So for us today, like God's wisdom is more than money, more than how many digits that you have in your account. Millions of billions. If you ask me if I want to trade, you give me one billion dollar and 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 I sell wisdom of God, I would deny. Because the intent, because the Bible, believe in the Bible, that is more precious than even billion dollars. <laughs> Let us um, go and read the Word of God. But I want to share you this, the next slide, this one. Uh, I already shared this. So, book of Proverbs, back to the if then. If then. Back to one, one more, back, yeah. God protection in this book of Proverbs is like his warning and his calling. I warn you this. If, which means that you may do or you may, may not do it. It's your free choice. It's your free will. If, then. God protection, I warn you this. You have, you have free will to do. I call you to do this. You have free will to do or not to do. So that you can be equipped by my wisdom. Because being equipped is a form of protection. The next slide, i just give you an example. If you and I say, okay, let's say, okay, all church, let's go to the jungle tomorrow. In, the, in central Vietnam, say to Quang uh, Binh, maybe the largest cave uh, in the world. And, you know, uh, there will be no other guy. There's no local knowledge. But all I know is maybe there will be mountain, there will be tree, there will be jungle, there will be stream crossing a lot. I'm gonna, we're going to prepare some equipment, some survival kit. This is the form of protection. I need to know how to make the tent, how to make a fire. I will bring a knife. I mean, this is, this is fancy. This is fancy of a modern equipment already, right? But I think maybe the essential, I could bring a knife, a, a torch, uh, maybe, you know, and maybe a few plastic bag to get some water or something and then the filter and so on. For those who, are, who like nature, you've been on trekking and, 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 and if you're watching too much about the survival uh, episode on Discovery Channel or Net Geo, you know some stuff, right? One of my favorite shows, uh, I think no longer they have it, they call I Shouldn't Be Alive because talk about, you know, uh, survival skill and so on. That's just true story, beautiful, uh, but sometimes scary. <laughs> and uh, so this is, uh, so what I'm trying to say, 
being equipped by God's Word, it's God's way of giving you protection. Are you still with me? All right, let us just dive in to read God's Word. Let me read for us, for, um, beginning of chapter 2. All right. Now, as I read, because this, um, the book of Proverbs has already put the introduction in here, it's, um, it's timeless. Therefore, we don't need to look a lot into so-called the historical context as other books of, of, of the, the Old Testament, which means that you can somewhat reflect and directly apply. So in the book of Proverbs here, I put just three R approach, reflection, Re, uh, re, um, uh, reconciliation I mean you have to reconcile certain things that you know before and you not know now and then reorientation the three are other Bible study approach in other like James in the book I lay out three observation interpretation and application you observe the text you study it you interpret through the lens of the life of Christ, the birth of Christ, the life of Christ, the death of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, the ascension of Christ is a mouthful and the coming of Christ in order to interpret a text so that you can bring a closer application to the author intent, which is whoever write the Bible, which is also God using human. So that's the approach for other books. But however, the book of Proverbs, because it's timeless truth, it somewhat is quite straightforward. So we use the approach reflect, reconcile, and reorient. So as I read, I want to read slowly, and the Word of God is powerful. I pray right now that the Holy Spirit will speak to you in, in some of the area and aspect of your life that you only you know and God knows. Right? Are you ready? My son, and of course my daughter. If you receive my words and treasure up my commandment with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver, and search for it as for hidden treasure. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord. And find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He store up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Verse 9, then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart. And knowledge will be pleasant to your mind. Discretion, I pause here, uh, depends on the context and the, um, the form of the original Hebrew word here. It can be both negative and positive. But in this context, it's positive. 
negative part is like it, it, the, the word itself is like plan, wicked scheme, but it's also this in this context because singular, so it's it, it's uh, is a form of prudence and wise and understanding. It is it is uh, it is the 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 uh, this this the knowledge of discernment, right? So discretion here means right. Just in case you check the dictionary in English, it give you uh, the other meanings. But here in this text, in this context, with the the original word, it means it positive. It's your 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 prudence, your wisdom, your understanding, your insight, and 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 uh, and and as you practice it, you will gain discernment. Are you still with me? All right. So discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you. Delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech who forsake the path of righteousness, of uprightness, to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice in doing evil and delight in the perverseness of evil, men whose paths are crooked, and who are devious in their ways. Verse 16. So, you will be delivered from the forbidden woman. I pause it here. I explained early on the uh, book of Proverbs. There will be, you can see, two types of ladies. Lady wisdom and ladies of, I can say, of, of foolishness but an enticement. This is a this is promiscuous lady. In, in a modern way, it's called sexy lady. All right, if you want to be that 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 trend, right, and and so uh, so here is the is the, the personify of wisdom of God and the foolishness of men, right, to to a form of ladies, right. Some 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 of them say, Pastor, why don't God use a masculine form? Is a guy, yeah, guy already, f- you know, failed to lead. They're already being a fool. But this is a, because it's it's it in a form of of the lady because that's where first Eve. Got deceived. That's where it needs to be restored in a sense that in Christ. And so, uh, I tell you, just a side note. To have a godly young ladies, godly marriage woman, godly grandma, is a rare gem this day. It's rare more than ruby and diamond and silver and gold. So young guys, Look beyond the ladies' skincare product. We talk about that. Look right into her heart. Right into how she conducts her life in Christ Jesus. Not perfection, but godliness. Are you still with me? So, so you will be delivered from forbidden woman, from the adulteress, with her smooth words, who forsake the companion of her youth and forget the covenant of her God. For her house sink down to death and her path to the, uh, to the departed. None who go to her home come back, nor do they regain the path of life. Verse 20, So you will walk in the way of the good and keep the paths of righteousness of the righteous, for the upright will inhabit the land, and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land, 
and the treacherous will be rooted out of it. Is it difficult? The book of Proverbs, like especially, it, it takes you time and space. You know, I just want to lay out just three, four, four main points of this, this uh, the whole chapter. If I'm going to write this paper, I need a month. I need a month, and it's going to be from 30 pages to 100 pages. It won't unpack everything. So I just give you four main points. And uh, as you study, including the, the booklet we have, you need a sip of coffee and tea, and you brew it. You study God's Word in your own personal time. Or some of you like chocolate, or chocolate, and it just uh, gives you, you know, the insight. You spend time with the Lord because His Word, okay? So I do encourage you. If you really need a break, go for holiday. Just, just don't go out for that activity and do all of stuff and, you know, sightseeing. Yeah, there is some room. Just, just that's the treasure time you spend time with the Lord because you've been working hard. You've been, you've been busy all, all week, all month long. Just don't, just don't, you know, feel your, 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 your holiday with all activity and then you come back to the city, you need another holiday. You understand what I mean? That's what people mistake. They just want to jam everything, especially when you're young. I, I made the same mistake. As I'm getting older, I just want to do one place, get a cup of coffee, and just spend time with the Lord. And some of you say, Pastor, you old. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm getting old. Let me um, put out just um, four main points here. Next slide, please. Hearing and receiving. Uh, I, we, I already told you, when God say, Hear, O Israel, Shema, O Israel, in Deuteronomy chapter 6, it's always imply, my beloved sons and daughters, obey. Hearing means obeying. Hear, O Israel. You know me. I know you. We've been through stuff. This is my warning. Right, so this is in the form of calling. Hey, sons and daughters, I love you. Hear me out, okay? And so God's word, as he spoke, as he gave instruction, it's like a relationship. So you read the book of Proverbs in thinking of framework, relationship, relationship, relationship. Oh, Lord, so hard. It's your commandment so hard. Uh, and, you know, I cannot follow your... Uh, no, it's not about relationship here. Not rules, do and don't. It's relationship. If you hear me, I give you warning. It's up to you. But here is my warning, right? And so, hear, hear, receive my word. When you hear sons and daughters, receive it. Receive it. You may have questions, but receive it. And then question me. It's like the book of Job. You can question me, okay? So, God's word is meant to be received, meant to be treasured. Meant to, to uh, you know, uh, attention, attentive, make our ear attentive. I can tell you this as a pastor, right, no, no offense. Let's say, you know, this church, I, uh, for my spirit, I know maybe just more than half or 60% of people will hear and receive. Just, just, just reality, folks, just reality, universally. Because some people will say, ah, uh, you know, not sure. Today, you know, God's word. Uh, maybe not right for this 21st century. Uh, maybe, you know, I, I'm not ready. You know, one day when I retire, I will do it. You know, there's always like that. 
That's the beauty about God's grace, love, and mercy. And the patient that being specifically pastor and even the parents. When parents, we, we taught them daily. We tell them this. We warn them this. Sometimes they say, oh, my parents don't know me. My, why my parents so hard? I tell you, I have a minute with a teenager here, okay? And the children. When your parents, assuming they know the Lord, assuming they, they're godly, tell you something out of the word, listen, receive, treasure, attend, and incline your heart to if it's the word of God. Because it's a form of protection. If I tell my son, instruction, you go to school, you don't touch anything that was without no label, without packaging. Because this day, people can bring in the form of drug and the form of candy. And there was a case in, in Vietnam that, that the kid ate, you know, overdose and thought this is a candy. It's the same brand that the company made the candy, but they also made drugs. But they can sell in other countries, but not in Vietnam. But it has somehow insidiously got into the school, public school. And the kid got killed. You need to read instruction. You need to read ingredients. You go to the supermarket, doesn't matter how nice the packaging. You pick up the packaging, you see the date, you see the ingredient in there, you see who it's made from, you see the, 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 the company distributed, you see all of that one. Practical note uh, on some business, you compare the size, not you know the size, the volume, and the amount of money, see which percentage they're different. That's how I taught my son anyway. So it's a form of protection I want to bring to them. Because I'm not there to them when they grow up to protect them. Same, God sent Jesus Christ. He will not come right in and take you out of that one. He will send angel perhaps in some very desperate situation. But He gives us a form of protection, God's knowledge and wisdom so that you and I can exercise it. And it will be a form of protection. Are you still with me? Uh, I, I remember I told my son that one time at the birthday party, maybe a few years back, he went to one of his friend's birthday party, and some of the people, adult there, I don't know who, maybe some uncle, they, they, they tricked the kid by telling, oh, this is IT, jada, jada, and they give a beer. And I said, oops, I forgot to coach that. Then expose that. Then other time, like, hey, it's chocolate, you guys like chocolate inside liquor. I mean, as adults, sometimes we have a chocolate with a liquor. It's kind of nice, but, you know, we're not with the kids. So I said, son, uh, I have to refrain you from coming to that house. It's just a territory. I have no say in that house, but I have everything to say about you not coming there. It's warning. It's protection. I cannot come to the house, hey, you don't do this. You know? I'm not going to go in the street and say, you don't do this, you don't do this. But this isn't a church. I will tell you everything I know about the Word of God for your own good and protection. Are you still with me? So is there anything that I tell you that not make you comfortable? It is because a form of protection. You're going out there. I'd rather the one who teach and instruct my son rather let the world and teach and instruct my son. They will get it. They will get hurt and pain in the world, no doubt about it. But as much as I can as a parent, with fear and trembling, 
we will instruct our children the way they should go according to God's wisdom. Regardless how pleasing, pleasant, how uncomfortable, how upset they are, regardless. It's not because they're upset that I stop. If they're upset all the more, say, change your attitude. You have five minutes to change. I live with my son. You're told in say, look, you have five minutes to change your attitude. Then we're good. It's all about attitude. Hearing is a posture, an attitude. I'm listening, Lord. Tell me. Instruct me. Yes, Lord, I receive it. I treasure as silver. You know, some of you that, some of you want to make a practical connection here. Some of you search your job. Search happiness. Search the meaning of life more than God's word. Some of you going out there, where is my happiness? It's not on the shelf, I can tell you. It's, it's, it's not in your workplace. It's, it's not in, in relationship. It's not in marriage, I can testify. No offense. God never said that you get married and be happy. God said, get married and you know how sinful you are. <laughs> how you're falling short of the glory of God. <laughs> how you desperate need my grace. How you cry out new mercy every morning. How you cry out, is that the cross I'm bearing? How you cry out, is it the torn in the flesh? So those who are single, it's not, a, not discouraging you, just stating the reality, okay? That's why we need wisdom. We need to seek it like silver. We need to seek it like gold and search a hidden treasure. You know, hidden treasure. Why people like hidden treasure? Because it's going to be a lot. Right now, some uh, archaeologists still want to search for Solomon, you know, lots of treasure because the Bible describes, according to the description of the Bible, that's a lot. And they think we're hidden somewhere. But some scholars believe that already dispersed because through the war, through the Egyptian invasion, Persian invasion, it's, it's, it's going to be not in one place. It's going to be all over the place. But, but the idea is you search God's words like treasure, hidden treasure. And those who are find hidden treasure is strength, human nature. They will hide again. So the idea is you search God as hidden treasure, you will hide it. So the Bible tells us in Psalms that hide you know, your word in your heart, in your forehead. Make it available. You, you, just, you just hide it because it's so precious. This is the kind of wisdom that you and I are talking about. Seek, search, discover, attentive, incline to. Because it's not come naturally or casually. Are you still with me? Is there any subject in the school, student? Even the most simple subject, you need to study, right? So that's the same with the Word of God. People think that that's your introduction. <laughs> People think like, oh, I believe in Jesus Christ. I come to church. I come to Sunday, now I got wisdom. No, you don't have that wisdom unless you exercise it. Like people are like, yeah, I subscribe to the gym, right? I subscribe to the PT, personal trainer. I should be fit. If I'm not fit, that's a problem of trainer. But you go home, you eat the way you want. How can you get, you know, fit? Exercise only contributes 30% of your fitness. Your diet contributes 70%. I'm speaking to myself. 
Oh, dear. Can we still go on? It's just point number one. Okay. So, we done with this, right? Hearing is what we make obeying and receiving. When you receive something, just to, to, to uh, posture, thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you. Uh, this is a cultural aspect here. Some of you, just in case you got cultural shock. Sometimes you give something to a Vietnamese. No offense. Yeah, no offense to Vietnamese. I'm Vietnamese. Sometimes they forgot. They, they just walk away. They're shy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They want to say thank you, but they kind of shy. You know? <laughs> and that's not because they, they, the culture is not being trained to say, like the West two words, sorry, thank you, sorry, thank you, sorry, thank you. They don't have that. So uh, the other day, I was so uh, a bit a moment of reverse cultural shock. So I walk on the street with, uh, uh, with my, my son. That little baby, baby means two years old, and with a little, like toddler, and just running with a little kind of a, uh, the, 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 the push bike. And then it just kind of cut into my way, and he loudly say, I'm sorry, in Vietnamese. Siloy. And I talk to my son, this is the first time of all my Life on Vietnam, in Vietnam, and he a kid like that. He say, hey, I want to see the parents. Uh-huh. Because even teenager, adults don't do that. They don't, no, the kid don't even hit me yet. Just cut into my way and say, sorry. Just amazing. And he's in the middle of something. He's going to be trained well. Are you still with me? Treasure. Attend, incline. Thank you, Lord. You receive it, you say thank you. So those of you in the workplace, and you sometimes you give something to Vietnamese, they don't say thank you, that's normal. But I encourage you, teach them. Instruct them. The other day I was sitting at a table and somebody would want to sell lottery. Usually I don't buy lottery, I just give. And I just gave, gave them some money. And no, thank you. I look to my son and say, this is the culture, no thank you. Just like take a walk away. Let's just give it. I mean, I don't, de- I don't need to have somebody say thank you to make me feel good. But I'm just thinking about the culture, right? So I want to put a guy back. I want to say, hey, come back. Okay, come back. Let me tell you something. Like, come, come back. Hey, if you receive something, say thank you. But I tell you what, because they've not been to school, no parent, there's, there's no part of the culture, not teaching in school, not teaching. Maybe there, there is, but it's not a practice, you see, not a practice. So it's okay for some of you, I tell you, God placed you here as an expert and foreigner. If you know the Word of God, if you have the Word of God, and if you have the local, speak, speak to them the truth in love. Teach them, instruct them. You don't say, oh, who am I to violate the culture? Who am I? Yeah, you are God ambassador. You are a hidden gem in earthly clay. You're supposed to bring out this gem to the people. You are here for the reason. And use that opportunity to teach, to coach, and to bring the Word of God to someone. It's not about scolding them. It's about bringing the truth to them. Are you still with me? All right, number two. Discernment and understanding. God's word, we need to seek with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul and search it like hidden gem. We don't talk about that. And discern. Because why? Because as you seek and you will find, as you receive, you hear and you receive, you will have ability to discern. 
Because discernment comes from two things. That information of God, the knowledge of God, the insight as you study, seek, and work. It's come discernment. This is why people who have been in relationship with Jesus Christ for so long, that they have discernment, spiritual discernment. The lost or the people who are just new, they don't have the, the gift of discernment because they have not been exercised enough of God's Word in their life. Therefore, the Bible in the Proverbs call, they are the simple one, the naive, the one that needs to be coached by God's word. You will discover it when you seek with all your heart. So it's not something like, yeah, just go out there, God's wisdom. How are you going to seek your job? How are you going to seek your, your happiness? How can you find a rare gem diamond? It say you go mining, you go on the, the mountain and you want to say, if God say in this mountain, there will be a biggest diamond in this mountain. You have your whole life to find it. But once you find it, it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be billionaire. Let's just say the analogy. That's how you and I search, seek, discern, and discover God's wisdom. Amen? Number three. Protection and deliverance. God's words give. He's the one who gives wisdom. The Bible tells us that God is the one who gives us wisdom. And um, that, that His mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He brings knowledge and understanding. And um, that, that He store up. He, he, just like He, he saved, He store for us sound wisdom for the upright. For the upright mean the one who his heart, her heart after God's own heart. It's the one that who has relationship with and, and live a godly life. Not perfect life, but godly life. Then he store up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. Which means those who do not walk in integrity there will be no shield. Are you still with me? Some people say that, yeah, you know, if, if, if God is, is protecting me, then I do everything I want, you know. And people quote our context, you know, I can do all things to Christ, even sin. I can do all things to Christ who strengthened me, even strengthened to sin. Wrong context. That is a mis, the most misquoted Bible verse and not actually living it out. It's just caught out when you got weakness, when you got into a sinful temptation. I can do all things to Christ. All things, which thing? Have this specific. In you, if, you, if you walk in integrity, if you go and stealing, and say, I can do all things to Christ, so that the Lord continue to bless me to steal. I can do all things to cry. You know, I lie just to my parents. I lie to up to people in my office and lie to myself. And then, oh, God can strengthen me. No. Integrity. Those who walk in integrity, He is a shield. If you steal and you got caught, you'll be in jail. Don't blame God. Right? If God wants you this, if you do this, this is going to happen. It will happen. So don't blame God. Right? Mature here. We, we have to get out of the, the, the victim mentality. Oh, I'm a victim. No, no. You got God's word. 
if you act according to it, you will be blessed. You will receive His protection. He is a shield to you. If you work in a company, if it's not yours, don't take it. If it's a policy, don't do without your, your, your boss or your staff. No, be walk in the light. He will be a shield to you. If you're in this country, don't do anything illegal because God say that, you know, God put authority here for your protection. Right? If the, if the authority said, don't believe in God, don't trust God, then different. Now we come to the book of Acts of 5, uh, you know, uh, for, uh, chapter 5, that talk about, you know, tension there. You know, I believe in Jesus, I obey God. At the same time, I obey authority. If it's not violate godly principle. Are you still with me? Need another coffee break? I know I feel like, you know, I need a break too. But maybe just one more point. Just finish this. So God is a shield to those who walk in the city. He guards what? He, the, the guarding the path of a justice. So if you and I have God wisdom, He will protect us from the path, from going to the path of injustice. But to walk in the path of justice. We don't need to be a growing out there and, you know, on the street demonstration and show so called, you know, justice, justice, social justice. We don't need to do that because the Bible is very clear. If you have the wisdom of God, you walk in integrity, that is a form of protection and justice. The parable told us that the workers who work, you know, being high in the, the first hour, I mean, let's say 6 a.m. in the morning, got to receive the same pay as those who just come in about 6 p.m. Say, that's not fair. That's how the kingdom of God's work. That's in God's mind. I can give whoever I want in the way I want. Don't compare. Don't be envious. Don't be jealous. But it's not fair, Lord. You say, no, it's not about fair. Because if you want fair, you go die on the cross. If you want fairness, you and I go to hell. That's fair. Why God suddenly to die for us? Right? Justice of God is brought right at the cross. If you bring the cross to the world and you tell the gospel to the lost world, you are bringing justice of God to the world. Tell them so that they can receive God's grace and salvation and redemption. I can tell you, encourage. Instead of running out and go for all the social cause and you do this, you know, shave your head to be for the cancer, cut your ear for the whale, you know, you all kind of crazy one. Let me have a tattoo for this cause. And I, I, I seen young people, they, you know, even the parents just come and read the Bible. They don't read it, but they're happy to shave their head for cancer cause. And they got to be, you know, hooked in their nose and the tongue and for, for whatever reason that they find pleasing to their sight. Generation after generation, there will be always two people, the one who is wise in their own eyes. And the one who be wise in God's sight. The choice is people's choice. Free choice. So God protection and deliverance come in the form of wisdom that deliver, that guards and that watch over His saint. The Bible says that watch over His saint, meaning those who believe in Him, those who trust Him, those who hear and receive, those who think that His law and His word is the form of protection for His intention is good, always good, and not like, wow, it's so difficult, God, why I follow you? Difficult. You follow a religion is difficult, but following Jesus Christ is wonderful. 
because religion tell you don't do this, don't do that. But the gospel of God, the wisdom of God, if, then. If you do this, then this happens. If you don't do this, then this happens. The choice is yours. How wonderful is that, right? I, I met uh, someone long uh, time ago who said, oh, so Christianity is so difficult. Why don't you just tell me to do one, two, three? If I finish it, I'm good. Why you just like, live in you know, a very difficult life? What am I supposed to do? Well, it's about relationship. It's not about do and don't listen. You see? Are you still with me? I feel like we need a break. Oh, all right, go on. One last one. Okay, being an outcome. You know, most of our doing flow out of our being. <laughs> a lot of people want to do the reverse. They want to do the things of God, but they don't want to be with God. <laughs> a lot of the, you, some of you maybe been to in the Christian long enough. They want to do all kinds of ministry. Yeah, I serve the Lord. Yeah. I do this. I go for short-term mission trip. Yeah. But their being with God is as a distance. They don't find the relationship with God is sweet, is, is intimate. They don't even read God's word daily, but they want to do the things of God. <laughs> they won't go on a mission trip to build a toilet for somebody. Nothing wrong with being a toilet, okay? They're going to go on a mission trip to clean the rubbish in the sea. They want to go for a mission trip to build a house for the orphans, and yet they do not want to spend time with the Lord. They want to do the things of God, but not being with Him. Are you still with me? Being. Our being with God will walk our keeping of His Word. Because when we do that, we inhabit the land. The idea is here that we've been in, in, in possession, that God will bless us wherever we are. We take possession of that because it's not about our might, our earning, our ability, but because He will bless us. We will live in the land wherever we walk and keep the wisdom of God. God's provision and protection is promised to those who walk in His wisdom, who keep His commandment, who dwell in His presence, they will inhabit. It's just the byproduct and the consequence, the outcome of our being in Christ. I can tell you this. Whatever that you experience in your life right now, whether you struggle or you feel the blessing, it is the outcome of your being. Whatever the state that you are going through. If you feel so sad and angry with God because you're being, not your doing. Are you still with me? My prayer that as we walk together, our being is just over, overwhelmed and filled with God's wisdom. The outcome is natural because we walk, we keep, we hear, we receive because God already Give us protection. Sure, all of us has a degree, uh, uh, amount of money. That's a form of protection, God blessing. But wisdom is even better. And He is the shield to those who walk in integrity. Amen? Shall we just about a couple minutes for reflection?
Lord Jesus, you are our refuge. You are our shield. Shielded us from temptation, from danger, from the waywardness of our sin. For those who walk integrity, both young men, old men, young women, old women, they made their covenant with their eyes not to look at others lustfully. That's a form of protection. With integrity, not stealing something that not us, that not belong to us. Do not envy with others what other people have so that our toy on this planet Earth will be less suffering. We're not jealous because what a lot of people have, or even the wicked has more than us. Sometimes people give up on their faith because they see the wicked got it better. I pray that we have to redefine what is better. Better to have you and the word and live within our limits. Or we buy into the world idea of no limits. The world idea is say no limits. Grab what you can when you want. Lord, I pray the wisdom of yours is just not as something on Sunday. It needs to be reflected. Reconcile with the, the discrepancy of our heart between the gap between what we know and how we live. To that, have that reconciliation. And then we reorient our life to the direction that we are called to be. If you have said this, then this is going to happen. You equip us with your word. It's your blessing and protection for those who have ear to hear. Let them hear. We thank you, Lord, for your generosity, your sovereignty. You're a God that generous. You give. You provide. You protect. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We pray that you and your family are encouraged by this message. Join us next time and do click the follow button on our profile page to stay up to date with the latest message. God bless you.